episode of Melanated Celebrity. Y'all hear that? That uh, collaboration? Come on now, get with it. Get with it. Another week, guys. We made it. We're back. How you feeling, sis? Tired. It's in your spirit. You know, this this, this, it's just a new schedule. We just gotta adjust and uh, tired. Can't even lie. It's written all over your face. All over it. I mean, it's been a busy week. So, like, since I'm, like, in this process now, launching these products and stuff, it's just a lot that I'm doing. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Just new tasks added on to it. Pretty tired. But other tired, how you been, you know? Blessed and highly favored and, you know? Yep. Seen and not viewed. That's always, hey. Seen and not viewed. Shana. That's always a plus. Isn't it? Come on, Jesus, and work it out. Because that's what he does. All right? But I've been well. Isn't it lovely? You know, trying to... Uh, I keep forgetting Corona out here. It is. She's still like, alive. She's yet alive. Yet alive. I'm like, can y'all believe we were literally... Months ago, the podcast, we were talking about how crazy United States was with... Or that we were still in Corona. We are still... As she pulled out her hands in touch. In here. Yeah. So, it's like... <laughs> They said this year went January, February, quarantine, December. December. <laughs> and it's so accurate. But, I mean, I'm good. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. How are you? You know, thugging one day at a time, drinking my tea, minding my business, staying hydrated in the streets, Lord. And working. I'm on vacation next week. That's a plus. What are you, you going to do for your vacation? You know, I'm going to make a quick little road trip on uh, this weekend. And then next week, I'm going to go visit my aunt to pick her brain on some family history and possibly do my hair. You know, God, I'm going to do some things with myself. So I'm going to rest. It's going to be the main function. Rest. But yeah, I'm excited. Looking forward to it. I survived the midday week, so. That's that's where I'm at. But y'all know, guys, as we open up the show, it's time for Walla Magic. This week, would you like to go first, sis? Yeah, so my Walla Magic goes to my little baby, Naya, <laughs> who's 10 years old. She's not my baby for real, y'all. I don't have any kids yet, but she's my first cousin's little girl. And Naya is a future, like, cosmetologist, creative, just everything. And I went home Sunday specifically for Naya to twist my hair because it's a gift. It's I mean, <laughs> you know how you like see kids now, like your nieces and nephews or cousins and stuff, and you just see different things in them, right? Um, you understand that people also did the same thing for you. Right. And so uh, Naya definitely has several gifts, um, but she loves to do hair, and she's actually like super good with it. I honestly, and she used my products. I honestly Hell. feel like this is probably <laughs> like the, the best twist out and not even because it's my products. It's just a plus mm-hmm. that it's for my products. But um, I think this is the best twist out I've had. Honestly, um, for one, she definitely does twist outs better than me. So that's one thing. <laughs> but definition wise, the softness, the moisture, um, everything. So I wanted to shout Naya out because, okay, we're going to cultivate these gifts and yes, your girl going to be popping. Indeed. We so while I magic, Okay, black girl magic every day, all day. You gotta do the hashtags in person. Okay. Tanaya Adams. Come on now, first and last. Okay, check out my girl. Do the hair, Naya, girl. I may come sit in the chair with that Okay. I tipped her because mm-hmm. I get tired. I was like, Naya, uh, how much you gonna charge me? Ma'am? <laughs> how, how much you gonna charge me? Uh, nothing. 
I was like, okay, I'm going to just tip you. Yeah, I give these babies money for their fruit snacks. You know, you know the cafeteria line in the kitchen now. It's and different. Now you like snacks. She like grown people snacks, so she eat, eat. <laughs> so and her siblings, they eat, eat, okay? Yeah. They like lobster and crab. Come on, now my kind of care. No, I just can't pay for it. You know, but they, my kind they of bougie, care, no. They bougie eating kids. But, uh, yeah, so shout out to Naya, my wildlife magic. Well, shine on, sis. Shine on. My wildlife magic is going to go to Mr. Uh, Deion Sanders, uh, Used to play for the Cowboys, now signing on to be the head coach at an HBCU. I do believe it's Jackson State University or Jackson University. I could be wrong with the school. Don't really matter at this point. He signed on to go to an HBCU, which I'm excited to see. We love to see it. Um, I think I saw um, that he's bringing on some other people with him, some other. I think one of them may have also been a football player, but one another may have been a coach. I look at the article again, but shout out to you, Dion, because we need to see more of y'all at the HBCUs. And I think I even saw where two, um, they were twins. I wouldn't say that maybe they did track, but they turned down um, their scholarship to a PWI to go to a um, HBCU. Yeah, I see. Which I thought was super dope. I don't know the ins and outs of when it comes to the schools and the rankings and things like that. But from my understanding, it would be a blessing if we could get some of these, uh, you know, get a little a little more shine on the HBCUs to grow it and then for them to get the funding that they need and deserve just like every other school. Um, so definitely shout out to Deion Sanders for doing things. We'd love to see it. And on that note, I'm going to sip my tea. I'm going to take a break. And we'll be back. Just like that, I'm back with, with more tea. And I don't mean the gospel, I mean in my cup. So, it is time for Bishwood, and I think you all know why we're here, right? So, the fuckery, the debauchery that is the United States of fuckery. Um, Kentucky has decided that, oh, no, the officers were right. There was no, no foul done, and uh, we're just going to charge them just for, you know, Possibly endangering the people next door. Just for fucking up walls is what I took from that. Um, so quite frankly, I'm exhausted. I'm disgusted. Uh, it's difficult to be black in America. It's difficult to be a black woman in America. Um, it's, a, it's a weight. And uh, I'm, I'm a little bit over it. So hearty fuck you to Kentucky. Yeah, y'all. So, if you're not aware, uh, Breonna Taylor's uh, killers were not charged um, at all. I mean, one of them were charged that had absolutely nothing to do with her. They were actually uh, charged for hitting the neighbor's house, I believe, um, in their walls. So, it's pretty heartbreaking. Like, you honestly don't even really know what to say about it, right? Like, right. I mean, it's super exhausting, but... Again, the black woman uh, is the most unwatered flower on this earth. Um, and yet again, it shows... I mean, we knew that they wouldn't get charged, right? right? But we waited, what, 194 days for this? Like, I honestly hope that they tear everything up. Like, you know um, what I'm saying? I would never be out here writing. Oh, I can't even say I would never be out here because I would. But um, I really hope they tear it up because this is like some BS. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's really draining, but I'm sorry, Brianna. Like, your life literally mattered just as much as anybody else's. Um, yeah, it's pretty sad, man. I don't really have too much to say on it. Yeah, I think we're, I think we're on 
the same pot with that one. It's, uh, it's exhausting. It really is. Yeah, it's like, so basically justice for Brianna Saylor's neighbors. Pre- for No, for their wall. I mean, it's, it's disgusting. For their wall. It's very disgusting. I would, Yeah, I don't really have much to say on it. But definitely our hearts and prayers go out to her family, her mom, and, you know, definitely her boyfriend. That's got to be traumatizing for him. I hope he's getting the, you know, getting, having the opportunity to talk to somebody because that's some, that's some PTSD shit. Um, definitely for sure. Um, but yeah, man, this is, um, yeah, it's, it's fucked up. There's no other way to put it. So with that being said, we'll be back. Hey guys, it's Kiara. I wanted to talk to you really quick about donations. That's right. The doors of the church are now open. This podcast is ran 100% by us, but we'd like to offer the opportunity to support us a little more. And we're asking for a monetary commitment of $2 per month. We're doing that through Patreon. Patreon is a site that allows you to help us. It's for the upkeep of the show. I called it the building fund, but you'll see it. But really, it is. It's for the editing, the studio, behind the scenes, and to also make sure that we come back each and every month. Patreon.com slash Melanated Celebrated. You'll see the automatic $2 there. But if you'd like to give more, whatever your heart desires, we're open to it. We're excited about the growth and we look forward to you guys growing with us. And again, we'd like to thank you. So that's Melanated Celebrated. We're out. Hey, y'all. And we're back for Pour Me Up. The uh, meat of the episode. Yes, indeed. We're already (laughs) done the taters and the greens, Lord. The meat of the episode. So uh, this week... We're going to talk a little bit um, about, like, transitions and self-improvement as it pertains to, like, us millennials and um, the way you kind of get through life. Um, usually, early adulthood is some of, like, the most memorable times of your life, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the things that we go through, you'll definitely, you know, the experiences and everything. Um, but it's also, like, super complex, um, different social relationships, whatever it is that you're going through. Uh, can definitely be, you know, a trying time. So really just talking about the transitions that we make or the transitions in life transitions that we have mm-hmm. um, during your 20s and millennial ages um, right now. And just talk about that a little bit more. I think it's important to be able to speak about it and know how different people um, navigate, right. right? Like we talk a lot about how to handle different things and self-care and how to really just continue to push through, mm-hmm. um, especially during times like this. But there are so many different, like, major life transitions that all of us have experienced, especially being the age that we are now. And just kind of talk about how we kind of got through those things, I guess. Um, you know, a few of the transitions that I could think about would just be, you know, when you're talking about, well, I'll do negative and positive transitions. So, like, negative ones maybe you know, death. That we definitely experience close death, um, divorces, job loss, like serious illnesses, um, things like that that are, you know, it's kind of hard and it can have really big impacts on your life. The way that you view things, the way that you do things, for sure, everything. But then also, you know, there are also positive experiences as well and which are still transitions. So um, like getting married or going away to college, starting a new job, moving to a new city, giving birth. So a lot of different things, shoot, getting a new car, moving, whatever. Like, you yeah. can still be in the same city, but those are still transitions. So kind of just talking about how do you navigate that? Like, how do you deal um, with different 
transitions, Ashley, and what's like some of the ones that were really big for mm-hmm. you? Uh, definitely, for sure, one of the ones that was, you know, probably still is the biggest one for me would have been the deaths for sure, which is unfortunate, but it is what it is. Um, so I lost my grandmother in 2009. And so that process taught me that I am very, very well at uh, covering or not really going through a process, like the grieving process. I don't feel like I went through that initially. Um, so that was something that I carried a lot. You know, certain things I could just, I could literally go, go high and low like within one sitting. Um, so I think that was something that taught me how to be able to really get out my emotions, get out my feelings, and really truly be able to release um, the feelings around it, but still but still understand that that doesn't mean that you don't care or love the person that's passed. So death has definitely been a large transition that kind of, honestly, it carried, when I moved, it carried along with me. Um, so definitely that would be one of the bigger transitions for me. Um, and of course, moving, because you know, did that that was an experience literally woke up one morning was like you know what key i think i want to move to charlotte you definitely did <laughs> and you're like well okay matter of fact <laughs> as a matter of fact just thinking about that you my friend kayla and kamika all was just like oh i'm moving and i think i did the same thing and like a day i was like no i'm gonna move in a week and a half i was gone yeah. um but yeah so sorry no you good that that was definitely a transition that t- that kind of ignited something in me like yo like you're in a a different city by yourself like you got to learn how to stand on your own like I had to cultivate new relationships I had to really figure out things that I needed to fix about myself when it came you know because my attitude needs to be real (laughs) pray for me so then you know it was things that I had to figure out about myself you know when you move to a new city and alone trying to make new friends in your adult stage of life is okay so that was definitely a transition for me. And it also kind of helped me, uh, and it kind of bled over to my career transition. Like, for a while, I didn't really kind of know which way I wanted to go. And I kind of stumbled upon what I do now. And I was like, oh, I really like this. This works for me. So, I'm just, you know, just starting to learn more about that particular industry. So, it, moving, you know, developed a lot of other transitions that worked out well for me. What about you? Well, I feel like, you know, as millennials and then being in the age of 30 and 31, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we're just in a constant state of transition, no matter what it is. Um, It's completely different from, you know, your early 20s or even mid-20s or whatever. So, I feel like everything about life uh, right now is a transition as it pertains to, you know, we're at an age to where we are having more people to die that's closer to us. Right. Um, More things are happening in any phase of life. Whether or not it is marriage and kids, whatever it is, like we have friends that have been, you know, married, divorced, having kids, doing whatever, illnesses, all those things. So I think everything is definitely um, a transition. Uh, The past year and year and a half for me has absolutely been like the biggest transition in my life. Like I've been through a lot of different things, Mm -hmm. but the uh, passing of my granddad will have absolutely been like the worst thing that I could possibly say that has ever happened to me. And, you know, it's a couple things that you could probably say that was bad, but, uh, that was definitely a transition for me just being able to, um, get a new norm. Right. Um, but for a lot of different things, again, I think we are just in a a constant, say the trans transition. I think the biggest thing is just being able, uh, to wake up to the fact that, you know, most of the time it's just us wanting more out of life. Um, and a lot of those things. So, 
whether or not it's like, you know, you're shifting your happiness or self-care or whatever it is, um, understanding that you, you know, you need to be graceful by it with yourself, right? So I feel like um, a couple ways that kind of can help you through transitions. So if you're, you know, just going away to college mm -hmm. or if you're just graduating college, just got your first job, not in college, but out of school, whatever it is, like everybody, yours have doesn't have to look like somebody else's. Thanks. Um, but, you know, embrace those new experiences. Um, like, the transitions don't have to be perfect, but it's happening. You literally have that to part. embrace it, though. You can't prepare um, for everything. You can't prepare for everything. And, and that's definitely, I mean, and as being a planner, like, I'm a planner, um, yes, that may are. be difficult, right? Like, to not be able to plan for something. Um, I don't necessarily think I have a control issue, but definitely like planning something for sure um, can make me probably freak out if it doesn't go accordingly. But being able to embrace uh, whatever those experiences are, um, <clears throat> I would say talk to your friends, you know, when you're doing different things, uh, because sometimes what you're doing, you're the first person to ever do it. So there's not really, you know, a, a map, right? Like if I'm, I'm literally... I'm going to have a, I have a multi-million dollar company, right? Like I haven't seen anybody or know anyone personally that's been in my life who's doing what I'm doing right now, right? So there's not a roadmap for it. Um, one of my other best friends, Kamika's about to be a nurse practitioner, right? Like there's probably not anyone, you know, in front family-wise or uh, a friend circle. So there's not a roadmap for that. Mm -hmm. Like what you're doing, there's not a roadmap for it. So being able to talk to your friends about different points of view, you know, they can help you with blind spots. Um, I think talking to friends sometimes is easier, you know, easier than talking to your family. Mm -hmm. Probably for most people. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not, it's like not a bias thing. Especially, you know, with being our age and those transitions too. Most of the friends we have, um, the closer ones, you probably did get after high school or whatever else. So, it was those friends that were able to see you at your lowest and highest. Mm -hmm. um, so, them being able to see your blind, blind spots. So, that would be cool. Um, just to help you through those transitional moments, right. um, be willing to let go. Uh, like you said, you can't plan for everything. Um, so a lot of transitions sometimes are really fulfilling or not. <laughs> like you literally it's don't like know. It can literally, literally be something that you planned out or it can be something un, un that you're not prepared for, but it's a grow, a growing pain. Yeah, for sure. Definitely a growing pain, but like, you know. Plan your exits from your responsibilities and different things. Um, but also being able to invest in something that you care about. So, you know, uh, what no matter what the transition is, like if you remember you have a hobby or whatever self-care thing that you're doing, which we've talked about in multiple yes. um, episodes, just being able to stick to that, mm -hmm. um, having that long-term project that was worth the wait, like really being able to see it through right. will help you through transitional moments because you always have something that you can put your eyes on and focus that's literally there. And I think that kind of speaks to what you were just saying too about like being able to talk to your friends, you know, because a lot of times if you're, if you have a tight circle, if you are fortunate enough to have a tight circle or have tight people in, in your space, you know, if you, if you share that with them, Hey, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to move to a different, you know, to a different space to do this majority of the time if if you have a very you know solid foundation your friends gonna be like okay cool that's what you want to do granted i may not know how to help you get there but i'm damn sure gonna be on top of you to make sure, sure that you're doing what you need to be doing you know because i can remember like if me and you talking i feel like you scattering like hey Kiki, what you what you doing come back focus 
You know what I'm saying? So like having those that core friendships or core foundations that being your to be in your circle is like, hey, you trying to move move in this space? Let me make sure that you're focused. So I definitely think that that plays an important role too in any type of transition as well as accountability and have people around you that can help you move. True, true. Um, and also though, I feel like, you know, with transitions too and being our age as millennials, um, even if it's something that you've been working on or something that you want to do and it's sudden, uh, you after you get there, you might feel like... Um, it's not as fulfilling as you thought it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are also transitions and being able to adapt to those new, you know, whatever it is. Um, and really kind of seeing it through and not just having, I mean, I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but, yeah, like definitely just kind of seeing things through. I think it's the biggest thing uh, for me mm-hmm. for transa- uh, transactions, for <laughs> transactions, <laughs> for transitions. And so, um, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I got. Okay, no problem. I can get jiggy with it. <laughs> I mean, definitely too. Like another way to work through your um, transitions or to help you through the process. We talk like talk about it a lot here too. Is therapy, like you know, because there are no roadmaps. You may not necessarily know how to get there, but at least having someone to be able to get out all of your thoughts, get them on the table, kind of help you cultivate a plan to be able to move forward. So definitely, therapy is something you know that can pretty much help with everything in life. Um, it's definitely something that I would recommend, guys. If you're looking to do something special, talk to a friend, talk to a family member. If you can book an appointment, do that as well. You know. Uh, but yeah, I think that's, that's pretty cool, guys. Well, if you don't have anything else, I guess we'll wrap it up. All right, guys. Well, words of Monique, I love us for real. Uh, again, fuck Kentucky. Um, there's that. And you know. Keep moving, guys. If there's something that you are trying to do, that you're in the midst of a transition, we send you love and light. And I hope that your foundation is strong to help you get through it. And uh, until next time. And create a schedule. I'm sorry. That's that's a thing. Create a schedule. That kind of helps you. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of, no man, it's a lot. Y'all listen, I got a lot going on right now. (laughs) It's a lot. No, we're going to do it because that's what I do. But uh, create a schedule. It'll absolutely help you through no matter what those transitions are um, to be able to stay on task because how are we 30 and it's no way that you can do something without a planner. I don't know any of us right now uh, who's being able to move without a planner. So Shout out to Siri. Yeah, shout out to Siri, okay? Because you sis don't have any sense of direction here anyway. So I kind of have to Google and ask Siri about everything. But I have a schedule. Transitionings are happening. We're going to do it. Indeed. Indeed. On that note, guys, we'll holler at y'all later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for being a friend. You're a and a confidant. Hey, guys, it's Kiara. I wanted to talk to you really quick about donations. That's right. The doors of the church are now open. This podcast is ran 100% by us, but we'd like to offer the opportunity to support us a little more. And we're asking for a monetary commitment of $2 per month. We're doing that through Patreon. Patreon is a site that allows you to help us. It's for the upkeep of the show. I called it the building fund, but you'll see it. But really, it is. It's for the editing, the studio, behind the scenes, and to also make sure that we come back each and every month. Patreon.com slash Melanated Celebrated. You'll see the automatic $2 there, 
But if you'd like to give more, whatever your heart desires, we're open to it. We're excited about the growth and we look forward to you guys growing with us. And again, we'd like to thank you. So that's Melanated Celebrated. We're out.